The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Bruce Springsteen is going to be playing um, Nolan Park in Kilkenny, Corks Park in Kieve, and Dublin's Croke Park, uh, as well as uh, Belfast. And the dates are the 9th, I think he's starting in Belfast on the 9th of May, then 12th, 16th, and 19th of next year. With us is Tom McCormack, who is organiser of Fans for Springsteen Concerts, and James Cotton. Uh, better known as Jimmy the Barber, the man who has actually laid hands on the boss's head. Uh, Tom, uh, given that he was only here, it seems, a couple of months ago, why is he back so soon? Well, a, a huge demand for Bruce Springsteen music, not just in Ireland, but all around the world. The first 20 fans that turned up at last year's concerts came from Australia. So once the dates are now set, people are now mapping out their holidays and their uh, plans for next May and onwards into Europe in June and July the dates that have already been announced in the States and Canada are rescheduled dates after the boss's recent peptic ulster, which uh, resulted in a couple of cancellations. There's an ongoing demand for his music. There's a brand new generation of music. Jimmy and I were probably there in Slane in 1985. I'm 62. But there's a brand new uh, uh, generation of uh, two, two more generations of fans that are really switched on to this best rock and roll band on the planet. Now, Whatever about that new generation, let, let me start with some heresy, Tom, and put it to you that you've seen him. You saw him in Slane. You saw him last year. You, you, you know what it's like. What's the point in going back? Once, Anton, I will bring you to the next concert. When you see that this three hours of pure rock and roll, people who have never seen him before say, now I get it. It's like a cathedral of not um, satanic worshippers, but uh, rock and roll worshippers. It's the best rock and soul party you're ever going to get to. And from our point of view, we just want to make that as open to as many fans as possible. People will be disappointed maybe on Monday. They can't get through the keyboard stuff and get the tickets for all the all the various shows they may want to. But there's an incredible BruceFunds.org network that sources fans for people who have never seen Bruce before and other fans who just want to make sure people join in the um, the, the uh, uh, chapel of uh, rock and roll worship that goes on for three hours. And three hours, this is for a, a gentleman who's 74. Most of the other band, band members are in their 70s. Okay, Mick Jagger's in his 80s with a cracking new album next week. But these are the classic rockers that are selling, bars Taylor Swift, that are selling out record stores between now and Christmas. Well, let me continue the heresy then with Jimmy on that note. <laughs> The man is 75, Jimmy. He's He's got the free bus pass. He's clearly past his prime. Why would you bother? Well, first of all, he's far past his prime. He's absolutely brilliant. I think he's really improved from the first time. A big shout out there to Tom and I was at Slane and we rocked out then. And to be quite honest, listening to Bruce now, I think he's really matured with age. There is nothing like a Bruce Springsteen show. You have to live it to be there to experience it. It's the only way. Now, facetiousness aside, you've had the, the chance to actually meet him. Does he measure yes. up? Because there is that old cliche of never meeting your heroes. You have. Was it worth it? Well, I think for most of us that have met him over the years, you're never, ever disappointed. And not only do we meet him, he comes out to meet us. You know, he makes himself available. Anytime he's in Dublin, he'll always come down for a drink. He'll always be out and about. He'll always make sure that he makes he always makes that attempt to see his, see his fans at some stage or other. And the connection between his fans and Bruce, I think that's why he's grown over the years, because he's just got that connection. And you feel that 
when you're at a show, you feel you know him, even if you've never met him, because he just his music connects with you. As Tom said there, it's the church of rock and roll. It really ingrains in you. And the generations of people that it's brought to, there's two, three generations after us that has just, it just keeps bringing their music. If you're in the pit of a rock and roll show, the Bruce Springsteen show, you're seeing young teenagers there that are singing to every last word that they heard their father sing or their grandfather sing. And his music lives on. And he's the Elvis Presley of rock and roll today. His music's going to live on forever. Now, Jimmy, I thought I was alone in being cynical, but we got a text that said, is Springsteen making sure his pension is topped up? It all comes down to brass tacks. Is this just a cynical money grab? Is that what he's doing? He's topping up the pension. Well, I don't think he needs his money, especially after last year, selling his back catalogue for $550 million, made sure that he was a billionaire. So I don't think that he's going to live long enough to spend what he has. I think, especially after the lockdowns and being off the road for a long time, it affected all these musicians because they were really locked down in all of this. And to be out there, this is what they do. This is all they know. They don't sit down and watch watch daytime TV. They they need to be out there on the road. It's the only connection that they have with people. And when Bruce came back out after those lockdowns, oh my God, I was in Barcelona when the tour opened up this year, the European tour opened up this year. And he came out and there was thunderstorms and he blew away that stage. He blew it. Everybody jumped and hopped. Not one person walked out of that stadium in the middle of a thunderstorm. He just had them in the palm of his hand and put on some of the greatest shows that you'll ever, ever see in your life, you know? Let me go back to um, Tom then for the, the, the final thing that I'm curious about, Tom, which is why Ireland? Because I think the Irish always have a sense that we, we want to be an artist's favourite place to play. Is that the case with Bruce? Or again, are we just another stop on this pension top-up tour? Well, number one, it's not a pension stop-up tour, as Jimmy said. <laughs> the gentleman has a, a huge back catalogue soul, and it, it certainly will help the other members of the East Street Band who are equally as friendly and outgoing on all, the, all their visits here in Dublin and elsewhere. Um, I, I think uh, Dublin is a, is, a, is a great place, transatlantically, but this time, obviously, it starts in, in Cardiff. But Irish, obviously, is part of Bruce's um, genealogy. There's a strong Irish and Italian mix-up in his background. Uh, he actually, I think, well, one stage said part of the depression side of him comes from the Irish part of it, the dancing in the dark elements. But uh, every time he comes back to Ireland, he's been here now. This will be his 16th tour. He's been back on numerous private visits, uh, looking at the horse and the bloodstock. He likes his trips to the old hall for a long haul for a for a beer and burdocks, uh, fish and chippers and stuff like that he ain't here to, to, to really uh, grease any more palms or for us to grease his palms. He's a fan favourite because he's a man of the people and always has been. Uh, even though he's uh, a multi-millionaire, we're just glad to uh, join the church for three hours every uh, every three nights at least this tour. So obviously there's a bit of recognition of his age building into this tour. And uh, Ireland loves Bruce and Bruce loves Ireland. Finally and briefly, first of all to Tom, will you attend all four of the Island of Ireland gigs? Absolutely. And what about you, Jimmy? Yes, and more. My God, that is some commitment. And in case you missed it up at the start, um, Springsteen is going to be playing Nolan Park. He's playing Porky Creeve. He's playing uh, Croke Park and he's playing Belfast next year. And that's going to be, I think the first of them is the 9th of May in Belfast, then May 12th. 
May 16th and uh, May 19th. And of course, in case you're wondering, I'm sure Bob Geldof is playing somewhere at some point as well. Uh, sorry for bringing him into the uh, proceedings up at the start. That was Tom McCormick that we were talking to. Tom is organiser of Fans for Springsteen Concerts and James Coughlin, who is, of course, better known as Jimmy the Barber, Bob Geldof. Gee, I'm doing it again. Bruce Springsteen. I don't know why I have such a fixation on Bob Geldof. I apologise. Bruce Springsteen, super fan from Claire and of course the man responsible for at one point laying hands on the boss because he did give him a haircut. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.